Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, I have my lovely co-hosts with the most by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Hey, y'all. And we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. Now, we're going to begin the show in the best fashion we know how, and that's by uh, starting with some new news for all y'all new news. So, uh, what's leading off our news headlines this week, baby girl? So, do you know who actually owns the railways? Yes. No, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should Like, know. well, I mean, it's not I think that's common that... knowledge. Well, right. You would think right. it is. And I guess I was kind of like, well, who? I assumed Amtrak, right? Yeah. They're driving like... on them. Or, yeah, Amtrak, Amtrak. Metra. Yeah, Metra. CTA, maybe. Something, who right. Who owns it? <laughs> Whose is it? No, so it's owned mostly by six private companies. Come on. Just like prisons. So th this only came up because they had like two deadly crashes in the wintertime. Uh, one in Washington State, which killed three people, and it ran off a bridge. Heard nothing about that. I do remember hearing that. You ha Well, no, you don't I watch the news. I thought that was a Denzel movie. No. Uh -huh. you, so you probably did. It ran off the bridge like over the highway. Right. And then the other one was in South Carolina. Well, it ran into a freight train killing two people. Oh, like a head-on collision with both trains moving? Right. E. No, the other one wasn't moving. Okay, the freight okay, was okay. still. So anyway, this came up because, you know, they had court hearings and all this kind of stuff. So because Somebody got to pay. Because these six private companies own ninety seven percent of the like so but Amtrak, you would think Amtrak owns more because they travel, right? Yeah, yeah, all the road. All around. Well, no, because of freight and that's production yeah, that's and that's money, yeah, and, that's the money, money and so basically a quick history lesson they gave the uh railing system up like in the 1950s who did they like the private company because oh, okay, okay. It, it sank and the yeah, freight yeah. was a little more productive right um and so they gave that up and then that's when the transit system came in and all that kind of stuff happened but they don't own a lot of it so who's keeping up with the upkeep yeah, like who's doing the maintenance? It should be the private companies. Right. Well, they were supposed to implement this program called, what is it, PTC, Positive Train Control, right? Okay. So what that means is when a train switches locks, right, switches tracks, yeah. and if they know, it'll sense another train on the track way before it gets there. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it'll automatically stop the train and kind of prevent yeah. some of these accidents. Well, because Amtrak, they've updated all the tracks that they own. Right. But these companies have not. Mm. And they share tracks? Or, like, how yeah. does that Yeah, it well, seems yeah, like it could be any type of brand of train on the same track that stops me from getting so past the, my intersection. the accident in South Carolina, the reason they couldn't switch is because they had to call the company, CSX, and mm. say, hey, on this track, can you switch? Nobody responded. I've seen that. Uh, acronym CSX before. Yeah. Yeah. They're major. Damn. <laughs> Causing right. shit. So it's just weird because I have taken trips on the train. Have you taken trips on the train? I've taken a trip when my mom's car got stolen when we were in church in Brooklyn <laughs> and we had to take the train back to Chicago. Oh, I yeah. loved it. See? I right. loved it. I love going from car to car. I love it's sleeping the nice on the train. Ride. I love the bar area, even though I wasn't supposed to be in there. Right, but you want to be safe. And so that's just something to look out because I did mention how, like, the infrastructure and all that is. Right. It's going down. Depleted. So, yeah, yeah. Not upgraded. And I actually had a dope um, trip, a train trip experience going down to a wedding. What's up, Littles? And they got married in St. Louis. Okay. So everybody kind of went on a train, train, got right to the hotel, wedding, got back on the train, came back to the crib. Yeah, so trains are nice. But it got to be safe, though, because the train would hurt if it hit you. Yeah. yeah. Too hot for TV. All right, what's going on with your boy Trumpito? <laughs> 
<laughs> What's up with your boy, man? He's so always up to something. not presidential. At all. But when do we think he was? sometimes he has, like, a point. Okay, okay. Did he have a point recently? So, I didn't have a point in wait, recent history. So they had the NATO summit Okay. recently. It was the like a national, the North American Trade, trade Organization. Something, yeah, something like that, right? Where well, all the other countries come no. together no, and meet. Right. And so, so, get this. All the other countries only pay 2.6% into the fund for um, weapons and mm. our resources, right, to fight. We pay 36 we own the lion's share of these weapons. Now, presidents before him have said, y'all need to pay first. Pay what you say you're going to pay because they don't pay. Only right. three countries have paid. The others haven't been paying, but we have. Right. Okay. And we pay more. Right. Breakfast wasn't even served. Good morning, everybody. When Donald Trump picked his first fight of the day with NATO. How can you be together when a country is getting its energy from the person you want protection against or from the group that you want protection because you understand that uh, when we stand together also when uh, dealing with russia we are stronger i think what we have seen is that no, you're just making russia richer well you're not dealing with russia you're making russia richer so basically wow, so, that's, I that's mean, a point though he does like you said point. he has a point <laughs> but it's just the way he do it oh uh, yeah he is so uncouth he's so non-presidential but he's so consistent at those things he is he's so a you have to give asshole. him that he's a consistent asshole so hey trump right on the real also in news man we heard that uh coal miners disease is spreading like is that an actual you have to be a coal miner or is this more like Lou Gehrig's disease where you don't have to be Lou Gehrig no. to have this disease no this is a disease that you really well I guess will only get if you're a coal miner right right they work is, with some fucked up conditions well which is weird because I thought Trump was like let's bring the coal miner jobs back so yeah. I'm confused that like this disease is really huge yeah apparently um in uh, Appalachia, mm -hmm. there are 20,000 coal miners, and one in every five coal miners will get the black lungs disease. So, 20%. Yikes. Yeah, and I just, you know, most of these are like white males. I wonder if they voted for Trump. So, yeah. I'm like curious, like, I don't get it. Yeah. I just don't understand it. So, a lot of this treatment, there's, there's no cure, right? So, the only main treatment you can get is a lung transplant, which costs about $1.2 million. Hence the harvesting of organs here in Chicago. <laughs> Saving the coal miners, are we? Mm, that translates definitely directly towards... I mean, now. okay, so workers' comp has been paying for this, right? Mm. But the coal miner companies are basically workers' comp. Right. And now they're one in five. Are, is this adding up? Mm. So they're, they're racking in numbers. Oh, yeah. It's, and it's, so basically, it went from all radiologists can diagnose this to now only like... Four and they have to be lung specialists. Mm. Yeah, so mm. they like cutting down the resources yeah. for for these people, and so I don't I don't get it, and I don't get why they wanted to bring the jobs back if this is like such a big thing. Yeah, caves are kind of fucked up, man. It's like I I saw a movie called uh, this I think it's called Descent. I think it's called Descent, mm. and people were like cave diving. As opposed to yeah, yeah. skydiving, yeah, they I've were seen that. cave diving, and there were That's things thing. in the caves That's that thing, will fuck you up. And I think they were former coal miners that had this <laughs> disease. I'm sorry, but I'm just saying, like, it just reminds me of the hills have eyes. Like, why would I venture into a dark, gory cave? I don't know. 
And why would I choose to use that as my workplace? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and why I don't would know I how vote much people... for like somebody that wants to bring that back? This yeah. is a known disease. Yeah, knowing they don't have a cure, knowing how it's caused. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where it's like, man, how much is enough? Like, how much money would you have to pay? How, how, would the, how much would they have to pay a man to be like, you know what? I'll risk it all. <laughs> this 401k and this, you know, this <laughs> benefits package for my 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 dependents. Because they guess. will be depending on that shit when you die. So. Yeah. But, uh, man, Godspeed to everybody did the, the Honduras thing, too. You know what I'm saying? That was like some K-type thing, right? Where the, the soccer team or something got trapped. Oh, and in a, I thought it was Thai, Thailand. Thailand. I, well, I don't say Honduras. <laughs> They're not next to each other. We have been talking about Honduras. Yeah, but, but, but Thailand, where the, where the team and the coach. I don't get why they were in the K. They said this was a team-building exercise. <laughs> they wanted to team-build cave diving Teach your child and low-key died. And I heard the nigga didn't have permission slip. Whew, that nigga shouldn't even been there. Teach your child to say, no, I don't want to do that. He That's had no lunch with them, no permission slip, man. But, but uh, they did get out. That is yeah. because it was like a six-hour uh, journey to get out. None yeah. of them knew how to swim. Mm. Only one knew how to speak English. Mm. Can you yeah. imagine? I couldn't imagine not knowing how to swim. I know how to swim. So I'm a little more comfortable, but not knowing how to swim and be underwater for six hours, I just don't. But the speaking English don't matter because I'm assuming the rescue team was no, some of them, Thailandian. Well, no, he had to translate. Oh, really? He had to do some translation. Did you heard about the guy that died? He was like a Navy SEAL, retired Navy SEAL, went in there, risked it all, he and he was the only one that died, a man that was on the rescue team. Oh. Yeah, they did got he go first there. or something? I, I mean, know, I man. <laughs> how did you die? <laughs> see, man, watch that left turn, man. That first left turn is sharp as hell. See? I mean, rest in peace, my yeah, nigga. But it's just like, damn. That don't make sense. Yeah. yeah. And with a Navy SEAL, you would think he would be a survivor. <laughs> uh, shout out Destiny's Child. <laughs> Nevertheless, that about wraps us up for news on this week's episode of This, That, and Third. <laughs>
And I know it's levels to this shit, but not only was Rob, not Rob, what's the dad saying? Uh, Rob, Rob Senior? Rob. Is it Rob Senior? Bruce? No, no, no. The actual Kardashian that saved OJ. Rob. Okay, so Rob Senior, he had a bag. If you're OJ's lawyer, you had a bag. Yeah, right? he and was I know a lawyer. He was a shit. working lawyer. And then what Kim did with Ray J <laughs> turned that into a whole episode. Mm -hmm. And then what Chris did with that situation and then turned it into everything that it is. And then Shorty was a baby when all that was happening. So by the time she came and into her, her dad, own, dad, Bruce oh, yeah, Jenner. Her, oh, her, yeah, because she had a different dad. So yeah, yeah, Bruce Jenner was an Olympian, and you get paid for that. You get paid well. Yeah. So I feel like she was born in into money. Yeah, I feel like she was born into money, and she did well for herself, but she's not self-made. What say you? Yeah, I don't think she's self-made. I think yeah. it's... Name somebody that is. Who's self-made? Jay? Jay ain't come from shit. Yeah. Tyler? I like Yeah, he's Oprah. His car. Black people are self-made, pretty much, man. White people can't be self-made. You have slaves. Once upon a time, you had slaves. So if I'm able to produce revenue at no cost to me, oh, that's not self-made. That's just my opinion, though, but my opinion can't be wrong. I don't know, Z, but $9 million off of a, what, a 20 Yeah, so she invested 250 k into her cosmetic line, then. Now, you got to appreciate the flip. Scared money don't make money. Yeah, you so know her, what I'm saying? So her investing mom, in yourself was good. Her mom did an interview with uh, Harvey from TMZ. Mm -hmm. And Harvey asked her which one of the daughters, you know, has the best business sense. And mm. she did say Kylie. Surprisingly. She right. was like, surprisingly. Because I think everybody kind of worried about Kylie. Yeah. And, you know. She, she turned out okay. Yeah. It's, it's usually like that, man. Like the ones that you kind of are looking like, eh, nah, probably Late not. Late bloomers. You don't want, yeah, you don't want to invest too much time in this one. <laughs> They surprise you, yeah. you know. Um, my favorite one, though, I think she's the oldest and the shortest and the most low-key. Courtney. Oh, I love Courtney. I love Courtney, too. I love her because she just seems to rise above it all. And she looks yeah. good, yeah. It's, I think, naturally. Yeah, she yeah, has, so like, she, three, four kids. She's just a little bit different, man. Yeah. I, I like her more than anybody else. But, um, man, shout-out to the Kardashians because at the end of the day, we don't fuck with y'all, but y'all are getting that bag, so congratulations. Yeah. All right? Also in entertainment, man, George Lopez pisses on Trump. Yes. What? So he what takes, do you mean? Like R. Kelly part two? No. By the way, I have some uh -oh. info about that. Put a pin anyway. in that one. <laughs> Speaking of aura. No, he pisses on his star, on the Hollywood star. <laughs> All right, let's go. I think everybody pisses on his star. I tingled a little bit when I was in Hollywood. I, you know what I'm saying? It was just a little drip, but it was well, like, you ah. didn't put it on Instagram. Ah, uh, what? <laughs> it's on He's going to get in trouble. Well, so, yeah, so yeah, on TMZ to today, they were saying a lot of people were writing in wanting him to be arrested, Bro. wanting something to happen. Off with his ethnicity. But, I mean, he did it. It's done. What you going to do right now? Do? Wipe that shit up, and somebody going to dookie on it right after you clean it up. <laughs> I'm thinking niggas don't fuck with Trump enough that that will continue to happen i mean vandalism yeah, seems to be George the cool Lopez, thing to do he's like the coolest mexican yeah yeah ain't he like on tour with cedric or was on tour with cedric he was. DL, and a couple others yeah yeah yeah. he, he decent he decent yeah, he real decent funny. his show was decent his wife was bad as hell on that show even his daughter was beautiful um <laughs> speaking of dl healy man what's going on with this brother i saw a clip he seems to be very woke oh he and is he wears the baddest hats yes. i thought that was said's thing uh, He'll be coming with it on the fashion. Yes, He'll be coming with it on the fashion. Yes. But what he's going on with what's going on with his consciousness? So he has a new book and it's How Not to Get Shot and Other Advice from White People. That's Whoa, the title of that's it. That's the title. Yep. 
Damn, what's, what, who, who wrote the forward? <laughs> Goddamn. Louis Gossett Jr.? No, he did. So okay. he was on The View recently. That's Whoopi Show. Two days ago, yeah. Okay. And just hey, what, what? kind of talking about the book. And basically the book talks about his experience and how he's seeing the same shit now. What's your experience like with the police back then? My first experience with the police, I was eight years old on 135th and Avalon. I was a kid. I didn't know right from wrong. I was a kid growing up. Like, I, all I knew about police was one out of them 12. I didn't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm walking down the street, me and my best friend, and uh, the police screech up to us, and they go, where's such and such? And we go, we don't know. We just, they said, put your hands on the car. So we put our hands on the car, and the cars ran hot back then. Right. He said, I said, officer, this is hot. He said, if you take it, he said, N-word, if you take your hand off this car, mm -hmm. I'm going to blow your head off. Mm -hmm. That is my first introduction. And then two months, uh, uh, two weeks ago, I see a black kid in Chicago who gets handcuffed and he mm -hmm. pees on himself. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, so, and yeah. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm 50, years, uh, 50 years ago mm -hmm. and thousands of miles away, the same, the kids don't have the same kind of introduction to the police right. that I do. And it's, it made me sad. Come on, man. Yeah, so DL was just basically saying how how far we've come but not nah. really yeah <laughs> how far we've come in terms of technology is what he meant and you know like he talked about how you know when opioids becomes the epic you know when when that is a crisis it's an epidemic yeah but he was like when crack was out it was a crime yeah, yeah you know yeah, because they, of who they, it they make it a health issue for white people and they make it a criminal justice issue when it's for black, black people yeah That's so real. he was on the view really saying some you know whoopies. now i know i was gonna say how was the rest of the panel Receiving it. Sarah McCain asked what now. I'm, you know, I'm so glad. She Sometimes takes the right she, days off. Uh, the yeah. white days off. Yeah, she mm -hmm. did that day. But, yeah, you know, Whoopi was all for it. Oh, yeah. Hey, well. All right, man. Um, also, man, speaking of boss moves, and uh, DL is definitely making those. Yeah. George definitely did with the piss move. Um, what's going on with black CEOs, man? Are, do we have enough? Do we need more? Do we need less? What say you? Um, I think we need more. Mm -hmm. I was watching... A movie. I don't remember the movie though. It. But they were no, uh. it wasn't it. But they in the movie it talked about it was a movie, a documentary, but it talked about who funded all these movements we've had, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Black entrepreneurs and business owners right. were funding this stuff. Okay. And so like we need to have more of that. We need to have that within our community. Right. And I reposted um something. Danny Davis just wrote a like 76 page bill proposal yeah like not a bill but it was a um black male report or something uh, a white page of some sort about the Amen. progress and the state of the black man or something okay who cares? Like, we know what that is. What we need y'all to do is take y'all money instead of just the resources it. man yes the fuck with the resources daddy yes like Put into, you know, is there a lot of young people with a lot of good ideas, right. you know, that just really need somebody to invest? Like Diddy said, they just need that capital, that those resources. Now, that's true. Something came across my desk today, and I ain't no hater, so I'm going to tell y'all out there in TV land how it, how they go. Um, I think the deadline is next week, but Chicago Beyond is looking for nonprofit organizations that are doing good in the community for 13 and up year olds in, you know, divested communities, those that have the most resilience and the potential to rise above the mm -hmm. circumstances. And they're investing up to $1 million. I don't know if it's total or per organization, mm -hmm. but I just want to shout out real quick organizations that are doing the right thing with the resources they have available to them. Yeah. So shout out to, to Chicago Beyond. See, and stuff like that, but it's also those who make it. 
like LeBron. LeBron's a good example of somebody who's made it, but now he, he sent how many, like a thousand kids to college? Yeah, I think he put up 41 million to put a couple thousand in or college. Or something in college. He has a school opening a school, in the fall. He has a school. You know what I mean? He's putting back into the kids so when they grow up, they can put back into their communities. Like and I, just, I will say this too. Sense. I think that it's a combination of things. We need more black CEOs, bosses, executive directors, what have you, but they also need to give more coverage to those things. And I think that comes with owning our own media outlet. So shout out to Puff with yeah. the Re Revolt uh, yeah. TV. Shout out to Kevin Hart. They videos. Uh, they don't cover anything. No, they do. But I'm uh, just, I was so glad. You oh, know, okay. They took it videos. back. Yeah, yeah let me get they that. Play videos. But I'm just saying, like, Jalen Rose, for example, you see him on NBA TV. Yeah. You see him on uh, the Get Up, you know, show, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. But he also has a school in Detroit as well. His hometown. Yeah, I heard you know that. what I'm saying? So there's, there's people that's making these moves, but when we don't get coverage, we don't get inspired or motivated to do it ourselves. And it needs to be more. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's a combination. You need to do more. And you need to cover the ones that are doing it. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, congrats to those that are doing yep. it. And uh, LeBron is doing it way big. Diddy, obviously, been the, been running the city for yeah. a minute. And uh, it, it, it's just funny how it's disproportionately the way that we get invested in or divested in yeah. versus uh, somebody else. We have a black and white or anything in white, and they'll get the you know lion's share of the investment, and then they'll be like, all right, well, we're going to get the rest to my minorities which are white women a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like... <laughs> they minorities. Of, technically, women are minorities. That's why it's like minority and women business entities or whatever. And then women white women are considered a minority. Uh, yeah. Not so true. It's, Don't it's believe the hype. It's games being played, and I think that's why ownership is key. I was having a conversation outside of Lighthouse. They just opened a new Lighthouse over yeah, there. Yeah, in, in uh, South Loop. Yeah, in the South Loop. So shout out to uh, Rico Chinatown and, and Mickey. Yeah, South yeah. Loop. And it's combined. It's Mickey's and new Lighthouse combined. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's real decent right there on um, Canal and Archer. But uh, we were just having a conversation about it's a difference between somebody making it from the community and being picked to make it, whether they're an athlete, an entertainer, yeah. or whatever, versus us getting in positions of power where we're now doing the picking, right? So I think we need to create that type of narrative. All right? Agreed. Uh, also in entertainment, man, we got a new show alert. Yeah. What's happening there? Okay, so I know you haven't watched this. Love Is. No. What is that, a Jay-Z and Beyonce visual no, album? It is, what is this? It is such a good show. You're going to the chest with that one, man? Just, Come on, man. You know, I'm, sometimes... How good is it? It's just like a good love Refreshing, story. Yes. New. So everybody's new, new faces. Okay, that's good. Totally new cast. New opportunities. They're all really good actors. Okay. Um, and it's just about this young lady, Nuri, and a guy, Yasir, who are essentially on their own journeys, right? Mm -hmm. They're both, one wants to be a director, one is a writer. Mm -hmm. She's finally in her groove. Okay, okay. And they meet, but he's homeless, basically. He's what? He's homeless. You know, his, his, his ex-girlfriend slash roommate put him out. Aww. He has a kid. He's trying to fight Aww. for his dream. Pursue the happiness. You know, and he meets her. A year later, he sees her again. Gives her a jazz Wait, ticket. Wait, is he still homeless a year later? No, okay. a year later he becomes homeless. When mm. he met her, he, was he good. wasn't. Ah, interesting. So, you know, and then everything is like by fate and just, yeah, it's just one of those oh, really good. Gives you hope. Gives you yeah. hope. Yeah. She seems hopeful. She seems hopeful. And then the shit goes off and you're like, oh, back uh -oh. to reality. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, but now it's week. a really, really good show. It's on, oh, it comes on Tuesdays. Okay. And yeah. it's called Love, Love is. is. 
Yeah. I like it. I, yeah. I like how you described it, I'll yeah, say. Yeah, it's I might really have to check cute. it out, man. Um, and um, I like the fact you said it's new faces, man, because I think there's a lot of yeah. new faces that are impressing and impacting the culture, so that's dope as well. Yep, yep. Okay, and the next one um, is We're the Campbells. So it's with uh, Erica and Warren Campbell. Okay. Erica from Mary Mary, Warren mm -hmm. Campbell, the producer, mm -hmm. um, and it's on TV One. So it's just about their family, work life together, marriage, them raising their kids and stuff. And I really liked Erica, mm -hmm. you know, watching Mary Mary. So I really like the show. It's a good, grounded family. Right. And you kind of just see they deal with the same stuff everybody else deals with. Now, um, Mary Mary, them niggas are saying, yesterday, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, today, oh, yesterday. That's them. First of all, I'm going to ask you not to say <laughs> them niggas. Wait. Niggas. N-E-G-U-S. <laughs> Kings and queens. We know, right? We know. We know. Okay, words. But they're female, so I just uh, wasn't expecting. <laughs> and they're gospel artists. Them female niggas. <laughs> King. They sing <laughs> yesterday. I was saying because I like that song. <laughs> That's what I was getting to. I like that song. Yes, okay. I, see that, that I just wanted song. to get a picture with a face. I don't watch Woo. much TV. I don't get oh. out much. Sorry. So Sorry, anyway, world. Yeah, so that show <laughs> comes on Tuesday as well, but it comes on TV One. And the interesting thing is their daughter, Krista, the oldest daughter, she's dark skinned like Warren. Okay. And she was just kind of talking to her mom about how she deals with colorism. Right, right, right. And that was how does she thing. deal with it? <laughs> well, and it was it was hard like watching Erica, you know, it's hard to hear a child, you know, and you really can't go whoop that kid's yeah. ass because you just Tyree. can't do it. But um, you know, she's dealing with it, but it's you can just tell she's not fully comfortable yet in right. her skin. And so it's kinda like, ugh, yeah. you just hate for a kid. So she like almost hates the skin she's in? No, she doesn't hate the skin she's in, but it's annoying to have to be picked on wow. for something you have no control over. That's why we go where we're celebrated and not tolerated. Hmm? Straight yeah. like that. Yeah. We was actually having that conversation again outside of Lighthouse last night about colorism. <laughs> we had some deep conversations. Yeah, obviously. I see. And uh, my man going to tell my girl, he was like, man, you know what I'm saying? So you, you know, you you a natural. You got the uh, locks. Who you talking about? Holly. Holly. <laughs> He's like, you natural. You got the locks. You you know what I'm saying? You, you, you who have the band, da, da, da. So it's certain things that you can't do that light-skinned people can do. She said, nigga, what is it that <laughs> I can't do as a fair-skinned, dark-skinned female that other people yeah. can do. And uh, the conversation went very south for a while, and then we reeled <laughs> it back in. But colorism is it's a, a real-ass thing, man. And it's like, I think there's so much that goes into it in terms of what we see, what we hear, yeah. what we're attracted to because of the subconscious and the subliminal brainwashing that's taking place 24, 7, Well, if you think about it, Warren has a sister, too. Mm. And she's dark-skinned, right? Brown-skinned. And he had to tell her, you know, I've had exec executives tell me, yeah, I like that song, but can you find me a lighter girl? Can you find me a white Damn. person outside him right now? You know, and that's... Damn. He said, can you Ed Sheeran it up a little bit for me? That's tough to hear, you yeah. know. And, but I thought about it like, mm, who's hot right now? Yeah. Mm. Dre. Hey, Drizzy. Beyonce. Rihanna. Hey, um, Cardi. You know. Yeah. yeah. So, mm. that's the thing. Mm. It is a thing, and I am... So the last uh, show, but this is the actual movie. It's called Birthmarked. Okay. I watched it last night, and it's the woman from Little Miss Sunshine, the mom. Okay. 
And that crazy ass movie. <laughs> I know. That crazy ass movie, <laughs> man. That movie was white people funny. So this one movie is about two scientists, right? They fall in love, and their whole goal is to prove nurture versus nature. Mm -hmm. That it doesn't matter who you're born into or what family or what genes, right? It's all about the nurturing of the child from birth. Mm -hmm. That was gonna be stupid, but it was really, Do you really interesting. Subscribe to nurture versus nature, or nature that, versus nurture. Watching that movie, yeah. Huh. <laughs> Educational entertainment at its finest, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Swing, swinging it's the boat like, over here. It's, it's, I'm, I don't know. It's, it's like I'm putting nurture in, mm. so I'm eagerly waiting to see the results, right? Right. <laughs> right. So watching the movie, it was like. I think it's, it can work. Right. It's a thing. It's a lot of time, and you yeah. have to put in a lot of time. But I think with this particular movie, the parents, the dad particularly, was so focused on the results mm -hmm. that they forgot to just let them be kids. Yeah. And, you know, they will naturally go into yeah, everything yeah. that you've been training them to do. Yeah. And so, long story short, what happens is the kids get taken away. They eventually find out that... They were born into this and adopted for this experiment. Um, but in boarding school, they accelerate. Right. And it was like because they were away from their parents, they got a chance to get out into the world. So bloomed. Yeah, it just made you think. Yeah. I mean, my thing is this. If everybody was blind, this wouldn't even be a conversation. Because I think when we talk <laughs> about nature, we're talking about race. Yeah. And race is something you like, have to see. Yeah. So if it was like everybody was blind, and it was like, hey, mom. And you felt her out. And it was like, hey, dad, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think that it would be a lot different conversation. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, what do you say? Yeah. All right? Wrapping up entertainment this week, we have uh, your second favorite show is No More on your third favorite network. <laughs> right, right. So Deuces and Moreau got canceled early, two months earlier off of Viceland. Which makes no sense because they were one of the flagship shows, yes? Apparently. I didn't right. know that because I like almost all the shows on Viceland. Right. Apparently not everybody does. She overconsumes Viceland. Right. Um so when I saw the last show, right, I'm like, damn, this is it was just real sudden. Yeah. So an article came out on the Jasmine brand yesterday and uh Deuces basically explains that they got picked up by Showtime. All right then niggas. I'm gonna say bottom Viceland for Showtime any day. And they cut them two months early um, because they basically wanted them to do 160 episodes. They said, you pay us more money, we will. Yeah, we'll finish up here. And they didn't want to do that, even though they knew all the numbers came from their show. They didn't want to do it. So this is my question. Did they want them to do 160 shows? They had agreed to do 160 shows, and then they reneged on the tail end of the 160? Or what? That was never <coughs> in Disclosed. the agreement of... of doing 160 shows that was like oh you guys are doing so well can we oh now yeah nah. it is what so. it is man like draymond from the warriors he uh rejected the warriors contract extension or offer or whatever so people are waiting to see what's going on with that too it's like man pay these man they, they money yeah <coughs> i don't think they were saying well, we're leaving indefinitely yeah. or we're leaving abruptly it was like man we know our worth so did you did you hear about uh wrapping up entertainment real quick did you hear about what's going on with LeBron in LA? Well, I heard good things. What'd you hear? Um, well, I just heard some shit on the way in. He had a dinner with Leonardo DiCaprio and Al Pacino. Okay. 
basically, you know, making movies because his uh, production company sits on the lot of Warner Brothers. What's it called? Do you know? No, I didn't get the name. Probably Bron Vision, some shit, some goofy <laughs> ass shit. No, but he he did the one sitcom, right? I don't know if it was on HBO. Survivor's Remorse. Yeah, on, with Tashina. Uh, I want to say it was on HBO. I don't know. Right. So apparently he's done other shows and okay. movies. Executive produced them. Yep. Yeah. The shit I was talking about was they put a mural up that said King of L.A. Had him in his jersey. Mm. King of L.A. All purple and gold. Mm. What the pam? Nigga came through and spray painted all over that. Right? Why would they do that? So the artist came back because it's Kobe Land. No, that's what I'm saying. Why would they put King of L.A. for LeBron? And this is my thing. His nickname is King. And he's in L.A. playing. So it's not like they switched it up and was like, Nigga, the Mamba of L.A. is like, nah, that's Kobe. You know what I'm saying? But they kind of was just calling him his nickname, saying where he plays, and put them shits together. I thought it was a good welcome. Apparently, they put this on a building that was reachable. These niggas <laughs> went, Spray painted the shit out that bitch. So then, this happened like maybe five, four days ago. Yeah. The artist was like, man, this is a popular artist in L.A. He's like, man, you know what I'm saying? Don't disrespect my work. I know how y'all might feel about LeBron, whatever, but it's me. It's me. I'm going to redo it. Chill out. Today. <laughs> For the second time in five days, these motherfuckers have vandalized the LeBron uh, mural. So they just painted that shit all white. That shit is a white wall that now says milk, $2.99 a gallon. Huh? Yeah. What do you think that says about his move to L.A.? Or does it say anything? Well, you know... Maybe that's old boy's wall. So we'll see if he paints over the milk. Yeah. Sign. Or just, you know, why he gotta have all of that? Give him a billboard, the little digital ones. Yeah. And that can just Let it rotate. rotate. Let it rotate every 60 <laughs> seconds. Or put that shit up higher, man. Like, I just feel like, you know, there's certain buildings in the city where you could be know. like, oh, man, they're going a dope thing, but you could never reach that poster. If I you don't know. To. Did you see, well, maybe it's just because it's Will Smith, but he climbed his ass at, to the top of the bridge in Budapest. He probably had permission. Doing the Kiki Challenge. Ah, yeah. He does the most. So, I love uh, it though. That did you see some um, extremist or some protester climb the Statue of Liberty on their yeah, foot to uh, protest to abolish ICE? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Border Patrol shit. Yeah, right. it was <laughs> a female. Niggas, it's the season of climbing apparently. <laughs> All right. Well, that about wraps us up, man, for entertainment, man. And finally. Our favorite topic on this, that, and the third, and this is relationships. relationships. So, Jada recently said that she would have no problem with Will uh, going on a trip with his son Trey and his ex-wife. <laughs> so, my question to you, <laughs> would you be open enough to allow that? Like, if you... Your spouse had a child, you know, before you, and they wanted to take a family trip. Do they both still have sex organs? Yes. Then, yes, I would have a problem with it. And here's <laughs> why. Because you've been there. You've done that. There's probably going to be not many other people around for you to do that with. And just by nature versus nurture... <laughs> I would be trying to get in those loins, and I would assume he would be too. But I would be humble enough to say we can all go on a trip together. Okay. But just y'all. 
Fuck that. <laughs> y'all don't come back. How about that? Y'all stay. Y'all, y'all, it's cute. Go ahead. I swear. Stay over there. What Men would you, what would are you just say? so not progressive. What do you mean progressive? It's not about being progressive. It's about being smart. <laughs> it's about being smart, man. Like, why would I even set myself up for anything like that? So you like think Jada would be setting herself up? Jada would be setting herself up for Will to have, but don't they, I thought they had an open relationship. But I think she would feel some type of way if he smashes X versus a new chick or a side chick or whatever. But yes, I do feel like. But you say <sighs> as long as you're there, then cool. We can be a happy, blended family. Yeah, I think because it's like, why are we, why are we doing that? Your, their son is my age. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he knows that it didn't work out between you all. So what are we fronting our move for? Yeah. But if we're all going and we're just showing, like, man, there's no size to choose. We're all, you know, a blended yeah. family. That's totally different. To act like y'all still a thing, it's kind of like, y'all not, though. Mm. And if y'all pushing for that, huh, why? <laughs> I'm just saying. She wants that old thing back. Uh, whatever. She wants them heroin tracks. What you say? I don't agree. I think... Um, you just like your space, though. You would love an empty house. You don't care how you get it. Go ahead. Go I'll go. I'll stay. I'll move. <laughs> you, you just love your personal space. So you biased. Uh, well, and I would, like, I would go on a trip with my kid's dad. Right. And, like... All together with the kids. Okay. And you'll return to a empty <laughs> house. <laughs> oh, it would look like a barren womb. Yeah, no. Yeah, no furniture, no <laughs> nothing. And they will take everything out the fridge and leave the lights on so you can see that shit. See? <laughs> I swear, everything, that's just not what's up in my opinion. Well, you know, okay, so if you're in a relationship, yeah, most ain't yeah, going. But if you're single, I think you should. If you're single, you do it, fuck you. Yeah. Especially okay. with your kids. Moving right along. So, dear DC, been dating two months and starting to notice my lady friend talks a little too much to my guy friends when they are around. What do you make of this? Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but going back to the conversation we were having about love is, didn't that shit happen in that storyline where a friend liked the girl, but then the friend got the girl? Something to that effect? Yeah, because he stepped in first. Oh, real. Like, down there, put him on. Like, damn, shorty, beautiful. Yeah, I'll be yeah. right back. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Listen, man. Uh, when y'all when y'all are friends, I think we had a similar question a, a couple episodes back. But uh, when y'all are friends, it's fair game. But you should know where you fall in the pecking order of friendom. Like, I know who to hang with and who not to hang with. If my nigga has a Tesla, I don't kick it with him <laughs> on certain occasions. You know what I'm saying? Because the Tesla is always going to win. win. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I got the tall nigga that just came back from hooping overseas, yeah. I might not want to <laughs> pop out with that nigga. You know what I'm saying? But what is the regular, guys? Oh, yeah. Everybody, come on. I got this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. It's just got, I think you got to know where you fall in the pecking order because it's fair game. All's fair and, and, and love and clubbing fair and drinking game. or whatever. When you bring, Don't bring your girl around, G, if you're not trying to get her cuffed. Sometimes she just could be having conversation yeah. because you might have a friend that's funny, right? And he's the entertainer of the group. Yeah, but that could go way south, and it has before. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to the point where I, I'm sorry, my man. I was in my man's girl's face because it was like he brought this dope-ass chick 
to a function that was mostly us. And it's like, you don't be on that. What are you doing with this beautiful queen? And she's like, oh, that's so flat. I'm like, no, this nigga's ugly as fuck. Why are you with <laughs> Like, it, it got extreme because it was liquor there. So I just, you know, kind of went in, went in, went in. It went to the point where he was like, dude, leave me and my girl alone, man. And they're no longer together. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, don't bring your girl around me because I'm not finna change up. If anything, I'm finna turn up because you don't, we, we don't do that. We yeah. Don't do that. Take, you, take your girl to a nice boating outing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go look at the skyline or some shit. Don't bring your girl around me. Ooh, you rough. Okay. Next. Dear DC, my boyfriend and I haven't really been having much sex recently. Oh. We sat down and talk about it, and he wants to experiment. Hmm? I told him that I would only do things for my husband. Mm. Did I just scare him off of my unwillingness to take our sex life to the next level? Ladies first on this one. What say you? <laughs> um, I think I said on the comment, you just got to be comfortable. So mm. do whatever you feel comfortable doing. If you don't feel comfortable, I just don't need the excuses. Yeah. I'll laugh, oh, I'm only going to do this. He really don't care because he's not even thinking about that right now, especially not as we have in this conversation. Living for the moment. So, I mean, just say when I'm not comfortable with that, let me think about it or whatever. Right. But the excuses, I feel like, are unnecessary. Yeah. And it's just annoying yeah. to yeah. the guy. Yeah. Makes you feel like a liar. You know, it's just, it's just kind of feel like you ain't getting married. You ain't even married maturity. You know what I'm saying? Like you're still developing into yeah, that. Yeah, they say that. But. Like I'm just saying though. Like my this is my thing, and I think on the comment I was just kind of saying like, how are you going to get that husband if you don't show the nigga what you're working with? You know what I'm saying? If you're just Sarah plain and tall in the bedroom, ah, eh, okay, well it was nice and uh, it's a hearty handshake. I'm going to head back to the main house. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to, damn, show your little freak body, man. We got the man. She's very giving and, you know, nurturing. And I want to see how nurture deep this rabbit hole goes. Nature. Oh, she's fun. She likes to explore. We like to kick it. We, we own that. That's our thing. Because you never know. Maybe he isn't trying to put you on stuff that he's done before. Maybe he's trying to go get on new stuff with you. And if you're like, nah, I ain't on that. We have the band. He's like, hmm. So now, if I want to be adventurous in our relationship in the bedroom or otherwise, He's you're not be the one. Courage. Yeah. To and bring that's it definitely to you. not wife material. And I just feel like you're not gonna get your husband without giving that shit up. And it was funny though because when we had this conversation on on the post, mm -hmm. Shorty came through and was like, man, you know, certain things are completely reserved for my husband because no other man should enjoy me at the same level as my husband will and i'm just like if a nigga has come in or on you he's enjoyed you just as much if not more as your husband because he doesn't have to stay and i'm out you know what i'm saying that's way more enjoyable than having to mop that shit up and then sleep with you you know what i'm saying so i mean that's my opinion and i'm sticking to it but I just feel like don't hold back, especially uh, only, but especially when you feel compelled to release the cracking. When you feel it, comfortable, golly, go, go, go with, with the feeling. I think life is a feeling process, and there's some people that you're going to be comfortable with, and some people you're going to hold it back from, but don't be comfortable with somebody and hold it back, because I think you're, you're missing out and that person. 
And fellas, don't be talking about some. Yeah, I'm gonna marry her, and then she gonna do this. Okay, hold your breath on that one. No, those things do not occur. <laughs> it gets worse. It actually gets worse. There's so many responsibilities with marriage, man. Especially if you have kids and full-time jobs, man. You're going to be disappointed if that's your expectation. <laughs> so whatever you got is what you're going to have. All right. Well, that about wraps us up for relationships on this week's episode of This, That, and the Third. Man, be sure to tell a friend to tune in, turn up with us each and every Thursday. We right here on the Chicago's East Side, Studio 2226. That's located at 2226 East 71st Street, man. Shout out to my man, Raouf. And uh, man, it's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third, my lovely co-host with the most of this week's PC, the one and only. And we are signing out and signing off.